We're talking famously single, you're falling in love with me. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. What up, After Buzz? It's your boy DJ Jesse Jane here in studio all by myself. For the AfterBuzz TV's uh, after show for Famously Single, uh, E's newest reality show. Wow, we had Dr. Darcy in last week. Unfortunately, Tiana couldn't be here because she's busy in, at Comic-Con doing all that. So she's going to come back next week with some great stories. Maybe she's going to even, you know, she might find some love out in San Diego. We're going to wish that for Tiana and put that up in the air. Um... All right, so let's talk about it because I had to come in here. We're going to have to do, you know, a quick little recap for y'all, uh, unfortunately, because I'm tired. I had a long week. So before I actually start, what do you want to know what we were doing? Unfortunately, last week we had Dr. Darcy, and that was amazing. We weren't able to really talk about the show because, again, like we said, me and Tiana are doing the Netflix after show for Stranger Things. So make sure you guys check that out, youtube.com backslash Netflix. But let's talk about this. So Brandy and Callum got into a little bit of a tiff because Brandy was in her feelings, but at the same time, Callum is... See, this is a workspace. You have to look at that. You're dating in a workspace mentality where you have to work on emotional things where you guys are also... What did um, Dr. Darcy say? Dating on steroids. So... I don't, and it's really hard to comment because until you've been in a situation like that because I always look at The Bachelor and Bachelorette and I'm like, how are these people like honestly dating each other like how can you really believe someone who's here like are you really here for the camera i can't even hire somebody without thinking like are you here because you're trying to be on camera because you're trying to work behind the camera because like what are your intentions so with dating i could totally understand if this camera's there it's like i look at aubrey and Polly. okay at first genuinely i thought there's no way this is authentic like this has to be because Aubrey, Polly, it would make sense for the two of them to be together. It could be really cute. So it's interesting to me that Brandy and Callum are in this position. So Callum makes a comment last week where he said, you know, you know what? Josh can have this girl. I'll stick with Brandy. Brandy took that as like, oh, I'm second choice. Brandy girl, you got to calm down a little bit. You have to be open. So this is where I was like kind of team Jessica because I get what Jessica was saying. She was like, I mean, girl, like it wasn't that big of a deal. You were overreacting. Um, I kind of felt it was overreacting, but that doesn't mean your feelings aren't valid because where you came from, where Callum comes from, his feelings are valid too. His conversation, the way he addressed the situation, it could have been handled differently. Yes, of course, he could be like a Samaya who is a woman and knows what women want. He's Callum, he doesn't know that. So he has to change his verbiage when dealing with Brandy. And Brandy needs to change her attack bite because right now, that's what I just see. Like how Dr. Darcy said, she said Brandy was hurt and wounded. And I also love that Darcy said, um, look through a lens of someone who is hurt versus anger. That's something I'm working on too. I think we all, you know, are so quick. We live in this generation where it's Instagram. It's left, right, left, right. You know, oh, that person's this, that person's that. And empathy, practicing empathy, you know, it, it's something I'm working on, like I said, every day. Um, and understanding, you know what? Ooh, that person done pissed me off, done ticked me off. They done hit that spot on my temple right there. You know, and you got to take a step back. Like she said, if you're on a zero to three, you good. When you're on that four to six, 
What you say? You need a, a, a little time out, a pattern interrupt. You know, I went to see Tony Robbins uh, at the beginning of the year, and that was something he really, really pr uh, put out there. Like, in your day, stop following the boxes. Stop be feeling like, oh, I got to get to this. I got to get, stop. Just breathe the air. How they say, stop and smell the roses. Um, that's really important because sometimes you just need to take yourself out of the exact situation that you're in breathe a different type of scent and then when you look back at it it's like oh okay you know what i can solve the problem quicker a lot of the times if you leave it for like a week a couple days even sometimes an hour and you come back you're you, you you get shit done faster because you're coming at it with a new approach instead of banging your head against the same wall so i love that uh and then she said seven to ten interesting i'm probably gonna pronounce this wrong amygdala probably way off there i don't know it's some fancy part of your brain and but it is uh in control of your flight response so this is really cool because there are times where you do you know people can get defensive i feel like i used to be like this a lot when i was younger and within practicing empathy you and or her emotional raging your emotional temperature as dr darcy said um I feel like you can kind of stay out of the sevens to tens. You can, I feel them, but I don't project them. Um, because your body feels like it's being attacked. And it's, what was I just watching yesterday? They were like, oh, she's always so defensive. This girl was always so defensive. And I just kept saying to myself, well, where does that defense mechanism come from? And, and I wonder, with Brandy, she heard this from Callum. It's like, oh, well, he's a cheater. He's going to do this to me. Probably because your defense mechanism is saying to you that all these men in my past have the other girl, the other girl. I don't want to be the other girl. I'm not a side piece. So, again, Brandy, valid feelings. Now it's time to just, you know, kind of put yourself in check and say, you know what, my feelings are valid. He has a little more work to do because he can't be in a relationship with you if he's talking a certain way and that verbiage doesn't hit, you know, just cerebellum. So what do we have that? She felt like her character can be, was being assassinated. So I felt like Calm got it. And I felt like at the end, we kind of saw a little bit more. Well, not on the end, really. But on the date, we saw him like wanting and trying. But then I think he also went into a defense, too, where he was like, oh, I got to go to all these other guys and tell them I'm not the bad guy here. You know, this wasn't um, this wasn't my fault. She needs to calm down. And he even said that to her, too. And it's kind of like. Just, you know what I mean? Say, well, what if, you know, what if I really wasn't trying to pick you second? What if I was really trying to pick you first? You know, and then if that's the case, you and a therapist house, just wait two days. You know what I mean? Like they said, what'd she say? A pattern interrupt, Callum. You just two days, let Brandy have her Darcy time. Let Darcy, you know what I mean? Feed her seeds. She gonna grow. And then y'all can have a conversation. Um, the other people was Jessica and Willis. Jessica, I love her. This was so interesting. Um, Willis makes her feel comfortable. But at the same time, she has this problem opening up and having certain types of conversations. Reminds me of somebody. Um, she's a loner, but she feels free. She's socially introvert. I can compare to that in ways. But then, her sitting down with Darcy... We find out that she grew up in a house of 13 people, uh, which crazy and not even like 13 kids. Like it's like 
relation older relationships like that i don't know girl like you grew up in a gypsy house because that's what it sounded like um she had abandonment issues because she freaks out when relationships start heading towards living together. Um, and because of her abandonment issues, this uh, her father passing of lupus um, on his 50th birthday, you know, his no one ever kind of came back from that. And it's so crazy because I feel like I look at a lot of our older generation and they, they don't understand millennials. Millennials are communicators. They like to communicate, whether it's through text, whether it's through phone whether it's a community whether it's just through visuals millennials love to communicate um and openly where i feel like the older generation and i'm speaking just from my experience and i'm i'm gonna kind of paint with this because i'm assuming with her mother closing up and not being able to handle her father's death she didn't know how to have that conversation with her children or family members apparently um but i mean i think i see this in a lot of people i see things like certain conversations like my mom will feel awkward to have because she's an adult we didn't talk about that when you know with my i never talked about that with my mother well girl like it is 2016 your mother wasn't watching half the shit that's on fucking television right now so you just gonna live with these old morals when there's new information being pumped into kids heads you kind of have to have certain types of conversation that's why I, I just feel communication is so important and I'd rather people be too open than not open because as if all the facts are on the table and you can sit there and look at that and say you know what I don't fuck with those facts I'm making my decision to move this way or deal with this person. But if you aren't sharing the facts and then we get to know each other and then three months down the line, I, all these facts come up, you know, um, because Jessica, look at it like this. You're invest. Someone's investing in you. Like we saw uh, with homeboy, uh, the Asian dude who came on the on the boat. He invested his time in you and you probably would have had a great and amazing time. But here it is, someone who invested their time in you. You invested 25% uh, maybe. I'll give you 25%. And then you abandon in the situation. So how can you ever expect to grow? Um, but again, valid feelings, Jessica, because your mom never came back uh, from the father's death. So obviously that's your role model. That's what you are following under. So it's hard for you to, to communicate in certain types of ways. Um, she said that she checked out mentally and then it was, Darcy was like kind of like you're doing now that was really interesting um she wants a man but she's afraid to open up again validated at 12 years old if you going out into the world and not only that but not dealing with your father's death and being thrown out into the world into this industry like god bless that girl because I can imagine I can imagine stories she has love to hear them Jess so come on in um the fact that she's so level-headed is interesting to me. Willis, uh, I thought it was so interesting that she didn't want to give Willis a hug, too. Again, girl, here's why we're here. We're here to do things that make you feel uncomfortable. You know Willis isn't a bad guy, and you know that. You don't want your feelings to grow over a hug. You need to control that. That's an emotional tick inside you. And you should be able to, here's this man who wants to support you, who wants to give you a part of himself. And that doesn't mean sexually, that's just as a human being. 
you know so i would have loved to have seen that because it's like are you hugging these two over here like you couldn't hug will poor willis um everyone wants willis and jessica to date i don't know about all that kind of agree with some i don't know if he's like the one for you but i'm like i'm loving the friendship and you guys are hot together because but i'm also not feeling samaya and jessica i mean obviously because samaya got a boo now but with jessica like samaya you was just two flies it was somebody just going in there she more playing more pimp game than any of those boys um and i wish we had some uh, i wish tiana was here because i do have a legit question how long do you wait before you have sex like is there a real time because i don't know i go through this balance of it it's like well i mean you only live once yolo you know so we also live in a generation i get this all the time well if you ain't having sex with the person you know what i mean like the relationship could be good but then when you have sex like well so is sex like the only thing like first of all i know my sex my sex bomb so i mean if i'm make them wait like a month that's my choice you know so how long do you guys think i've heard like six weeks three months i don't know like what if it's like a situation where you guys do it on the first night and then it's like a friends with benefit thing and then all of a sudden you guys realize you know what? we should probably be with each other this is actually really good and it works out i want to know so leave your comments down below and maybe next week you guys can call in and let me know what you guys think how long to wait before sex so then we get to the blind date mixer dates um josh and ellie loved it i thought this was an awesome match perfect i thought their conversation it was like tennis this so fluid um the jokes were funny and just to watch this where i would be talking non-stop i loved that you know he gave a little bit of himself you know she gave a little bit of her trust issues but she didn't give too much they cracked it with a joke it was i loved this date i thought that this is probably one of the best dates we've seen on this on so far um really cute conversation uh josh picking the fish thing maybe just a little lesson for the future you know what i mean be like you allergic to anything before i order some scallops because i mean people who are allergic to fish it kind of is a thing like if you have fish around them like the smell is nauseating so you know but that's fine we working on that um willis and alicia girl you done fucked up here's the thing you can't come showing up super late for someone like this because he's going to use that as an excuse. And clearly he did. He was so uninterested in it. But at the same time, Willis, how many mistakes have you done made that now you don't want to... It didn't seem like he was really going to give this girl another chance. It seemed like, okay, well, I'm going to prove myself, right? I'm going to wait for this person and yada, yada, yada. The other thing, though, Alicia, is she said, you know, if you were late, I would have forgiven you. Once forgiven, it's forgotten. Girl, what fucking rainbow did you come at out of, girl? Because who, where? Where? Maybe. You a therapist, too? That you got that kind of patience? Because 45 minutes? 45 minutes, like, I'd be, I pro might be there finishing my dinner. 45 minutes? I mean, I know it's production, too, so who knows what. But 45, there would have been, that pizza would have been gone. She wouldn't even had a pizza to come to. I would have been done eat garlic fries, all that. I would, we wouldn't have been able to kiss because my breath would have stank. Because I would have been like, well, girl, I'm, I'm done. So that was rude as fuck, Alicia. Sorry. Um, so I get Willis. And Willis is thinking about Jessica. I just felt like the whole time he's just like, I just want to get home and go see Jessica. 
Because he probably got a text. He probably knew because these people all done left. Jessica and Samaya, because Samaya, oh, here, talking about, I don't mean to be a cock block. No, bitch, but you mean to be a pussy catcher because you done caught that pussy right there. Um, She gets what Jessica needs. And Jessica said that Samaya triggered something in her and now she's crushing on her. They kiss and then they go home. They have this little sexy bubble bath. And... I'm like, is this what people want? Like, because then here we go again. When do you have sex with somebody? Like, is that, you know, Willis was just just wanted a hug. But then you're going to get in the bubble bath and make out with Samaya. And I mean, I can imagine. What else? Jessica. We need to have Jessica call in or be in studio because we got too much tea for Jessica. Uh, then we see Polly, Aubrey, Callum, and Brandy. I think I felt like I understood Polly more this episode, with this episode, because I loved the conversation where he was like, you know, it gets to the point of like, I don't want to be dating multiple people. I want that one person. I date multiple people because it's like when you start to like, talk to somebody you start seeing their flaws but here's the thing there gets a level where you have to kind of weigh those flaws out like you don't want to be josh like mm, you aren't instagram worthy you aren't face tuned up in real life you don't want those are the kind of flaws that you need to learn to deal with sometime you know what i mean like if it ain't working completely fine but if you out here searching and looking for problems in people i mean that's all you're gonna find so I did love that Polly said, you know, I, I want that one person that I can go through my phone and be like, uh, share your excitement with. And he's like, yeah, I got my boys. I have girlfriends. He's like, but I want that one person. I think that that's an interesting question. I'd love to get one of the therapists on the line uh, or relationship coaches on the line for this part because I think that that's something interesting. I think there's something to be said there where If we are excited to share excitement, shouldn't we share that excitement with the people in our lives? You know, uh, when Robert Mack was on the line the first episode, you know, he said he felt that he's in relationships with everybody in his life. So is that what we aspire to? You know, to be on that type of a plane and level where you aren't thinking like, I need that one person in my life, that one person in my life. Because I felt like that my whole life and child done got me. Tiana don't even want to sit in here I'm all by myself in studio you know so it's kind of like disattaching from that I need this one person to share this with I need this one person to experience this happiness with that's great when it comes but to be out here wanting searching longing you're gonna I feel and I surely am not did not go to school for nothing but the school of life done taught me when you are searching for that you are channeling that energy into other people who probably don't deserve it because you are trying to find the good characteristics in people and not really looking at people all around just saying um also Aubrey saying me and Brandy did this in a real way are you saying that because, like, as celebrities, you're dating celebrities, so that's the real way? Like, celebrities only date celebrities? Because sometimes I feel like that can get caught up in a mess because you feel like, oh, I can only date from this specific pool of people because I feel that that's what I am. And it's funny because we date the people that we think we are. We befriend people that we think 
we are uh, or at a place in our life where we are. So, you know, Aubrey, is this the real way because you feel that, okay, he understands the Hollywood world. I understand the, the Hollywood world. How do how do we make this a relationship? Is this love? Is this do you guys feel like you've bonded? You know, for Aubrey to have been in that long relationship prior to and then to quickly kind of get into this with Polly, I would be interested to hear her kind of having a conversation as far as who the feelings that Polly gives versus the feelings I forget what her first boyfriend was from that band uh, Travis or something like that and what he those feelings with him were and how they're different and how they're similar I'm just into it uh, because then we see Aubrey kind of pushing Polly with this whole love thing and I want to know what you guys think I mean do you push people to say certain things do you let it happen do you feel like because they're in this situation it's breeding that kind of pressure and does that pressure do you put that pressure on people and when you put that pressure on do you feel like it breaks them or it makes it stronger i want to know your thoughts and clearly my co-host ain't here so you guys got to be my co-host this episode so let me know what you think down below you guys can also make sure you subscribe to us on itunes Tweet me at DJ Jesse J and make sure you guys tweet after Buzz too. Let me know all your thoughts, all your opinions, and theories. We'll be back next week, regular time, full episode, and I'm gonna get us a special guest. So until next week, peace. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.